Hey everybody. So before we get into today's episode, um, I just wanted to, again, do a quick thank you. I'm just so grateful for how many people listened to last week's episode, um, actually two weeks ago <laughs> now. Um, I just can't, can't even thank you all enough for the support. Today's episode is going to be a little bit lighter than the depression episode, and I think a little bit more relatable. Uh, we're going to talk about, you know, friendships, toxic friendships, dealing with different people in your life, um, you know, different aspects on that. And uh, there's going to be a lot of like storytelling and uh, just some good conversation. And um, yeah, I really appreciate anyone listening and I'm excited to have you all for this episode. Uh, again, I'm still working on the kinks. We actually recorded this episode a while ago before the previous episode that I posted. So, you know, some of this stuff is still being worked out through this episode as well. And um, I'm still learning. And I'm just very excited to be here and to share with you guys. Hey guys. What's going on? What's going on? Welcome back to a, another episode of Comfortably Uncomfortable. Get uncomfy, grab yourself a drink, and buckle down. Let's let's get weird. Let's get weird. So, Jesse, what are we talking about today? So, today we're going to talk about um, a topic that I've kind of been I've spent the last year thinking about a lot and kind of dealing with, um, it is just friendships. Friendship. Friendship. Um, I'm good at that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, we're both extroverted people. We have a lot of friends, Mm -hmm. um, specifically when to know when you shouldn't be friends with people anymore. Yeah. Oh, I'm not good at that at all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't been Mm -hmm. my entire life. Yeah. Why do you think you're not good at that? Because um, you so, mentioned that like when I talked to you about this. Category. Right. Yeah. So I think, um, I, firstly, I'm definitely an extroverted person. And so yeah, I think I really define one of my strengths uh, being my ability to make friendships and maintain deeper friendships. Mm-hmm. So losing someone that and having to willingly... Um, cut somebody off. Yeah. Um, like that is very difficult because I feel like I'm um, both cutting out something that defines me in a way, at least maybe that's an ego thing, but also just like something that I'm naturally drawn to and yeah. enjoy. No, I understand that. I um, also very extroverted person. Mm-hmm. I, I was going to ask you, do you, so like, would you be the type of person to describe yourself like love making new friends? Like, are you that kind of person? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me Absolutely. too. Absolutely, yeah. Like, I I thrive off... I love making new friends. Like, any new job I have, any new... I go to a bar. Like, I, I love making new friends. Mm-hmm. And it's been fun. Like, I mean, it made, it, it made me have so many good stories and have so many wonderful people in my life that just helped help shape me. But, like, at what point in your adult life do you not need certain people in your life yeah in your life 
if you're an actuary, you have fucking 500 fucking friends, whatever. At some point, you have to know, like, who is actually my friend? Who actually likes me? Right, yeah. Not just, like, I can like a thousand people. Like, I have so many friends that I like. How many of them actually like me? That's a good question. And care about me? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that's a... I think you made two, like, really interesting points. I know, um... Like, I think there's definitely an element of, like, maturing, at least, you know, here in the U.S., uh, like, there's this idea of, like, making so many friends at school, mm-hmm. and as you move up, um, you tend to maintain those friendships, and they go in ebbs and flows sometimes. Sometimes you have a blowout fight with your best friend, and don't talk to them for a while, and then you're, like, in a class together or something, and then you, like, patch things up. So it's very easy to, I think, naturally make friends. Um, yeah. When you're younger, but when you become an adult, just by nature of the responsibilities you have, it's a little bit harder. And um, you and I both work in um, an industry where we're always constantly put into new situations with new people. And sure. it's very easy yeah. to have that continual influx, kind of like you would um, as a kid in school. You know, you take a different class, you meet new people, meet new you people, spend like, yeah. you know like three months really getting to bond with them and then you have like you know 10 new friends yeah um so kind of all of that about like you know our careers and what we do like i it it took me a really long time to be able to decipher the difference between meeting someone like on a film set or whatever Mm -hmm. and knowing that this is it. This is the friendship. And you and you you yeah. feel you find this strong bond and connection with someone so intensely, and you're like, wow, I want to be friends with you. I can't wait to hang out with you again. Yeah. And and it sounds so great in the moment, but like sometimes you have to just know like this is fine for just being that. Right. Like that's all it needs to be. Yeah. I think, like. Uh, the way that our lives kind of shape like there's people that I love hanging out with that are amazing but like I like them because I can talk about like work stuff so like we can talk about film or things like that or any of the other jobs that I do it's like people who um, serve and kind of augment that part of my life there's also friends that I like hanging out with because they can drink as much as I get. Like, yeah, 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 friends yeah. who can hang. <laughs> yeah, friends like, who can hang. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Where it's 100%, like, yeah. yeah. And I think, especially the more you, like, kind of travel outside of, like, where you're at, when you make friendships like that, especially, like, friendships based on, like, you know, friends that you have based on a city. So, like, New York versus Atlanta versus, like, yeah. Philly versus DC friends, at least for the East Coast. Those are, like, kind of some of my friend groups. Um, you know, you have those friends. It's like, all right, if I need a good time, let me go here. If I need somewhere to yeah. stay on someone's couch, I can call these people. But like, I'm talking about when you have that intense yeah. connection with someone, mm-hmm. and like you think that you're going to be so close with this person. Yeah. And this is the course of this friendship. Is this moment. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like it. Yeah. Like it's not going to actually develop it really fizzles out quickly and you're like okay that's all it was meant to be was Mm -hmm. you were meant you 
our friendship served this purpose. Like we met, we talked about these things that were really important mm. and that's literally fine. Yeah. Leaving it like that. Uh-huh. Just leaving it like that was all it needed to be. Right. Yeah. I've definitely had friendships like that where it it's someone that you have that intense loyalty and understanding that you really don't have with other people. But then I, I feel like I'm thinking of that one line from like uh, the Blade Runner where it's like the candle <laughs> that burns like twice as bright burns half as long. Yeah. So sometimes I sometimes think about like when I'm that friend for somebody where it's like, you know, you meet somebody, you have this like deep connection and like and really kind of helpful when you realize it's like, oh, that's all this is, is like even better than you find them. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. yeah. You needed to be there for that person yeah. or they needed to be there for, for you. you. It's interesting, though, when you think about yourself as that person for someone else. Mm. That's like a whole other thing. Like, and I've definitely had that same thing, too, where I'm like, I've met someone and I could tell that they're like almost infatuated by you. Yeah. Not like in a sexual way, yeah. just like in a friendship way. Yeah. And but and you, and you think that there's going to be something more from that, like a friendship or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just fizzles out. But like it's I've, I've had to at least had have like this year I've had to at least be like, yo you don't need to hold on to those things like because i will i i in the past like i love people so like in when i right. have those moments and those connections with people like i feel like i have to be their friend and i'm like i want that to blossom mm-hmm. but like it doesn't have to no like it can just be like that that is it and then like yeah i feel like sometimes that like mentality kind of forces an expectation on on yourself and the friendship that might not necessarily be there yeah it doesn't have to be an actual yeah. friendship. Yeah. Um, are you one to tell your friends that you love them a lot? I used to throw it around. Yeah. Like a fucking, you know, washed up whore. Like just, yeah, everybody. I love friend everybody. Whore. Yeah, friend whore. Um, recently, though, I've dialed it back really mm. intensely. Like, I only tell that to my friends that I really actually love. I, I tend to save it for... Uh, like the same as in relationships I say it for when it's true when it's true but I like for those friends that it is true I like to tell them that very often 100% yeah Yeah. Um, drink every time I say 100% (laughs) I think I got turned off by the whole like I love you thing as a friend because I've seen a lot of people that I'm I would say um acquaintances with yeah and they say it to me like you know you're leaving dinner or like a drink and they say like love you on their way out the door it's kind of a turnoff to me it also like waters down the phrase mm-hmm. yeah you always i always want it to kind of mean something and it's very true of like my friends as well yeah um so you use it frivolously it's cheap yeah no absolutely um so do you have any friendships that, like, is there a certain cue that you get for when you realize a friendship is getting unhealthy or toxic? Yeah. Um, I've been really bad at recognizing that mm. f- f- most of my life because I always want friendships to work. But I've, I've, I now, I now know, like, the cue, like, the slow cues. Like, yeah. um, I had a friend recently, like, I very much deeply care about them, but I still do, but 
it was just very much apparent that I cared more and was not mm -hmm. getting much back. Yeah. I reach out. They don't come mm -hmm. back. Like, they don't text back. They right. Don't, yeah. I mean, like, I go to them. They don't come to me. Friend breakups can't really do them necessarily. They're hard. Yeah, they're very hard. Sometimes they're harder than actual breakups. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I think... Uh, so for me, it's... It's a conversation people don't expect to have. Yeah. I kind of will ghost on friends, I guess. Like, just kind of decline the hangout or just yes, fizzle it I out. Think, yeah. I think fizzling it out. But like specifically, if I, real, like, I realize a friendship that like I'm in one place where I think like this is my ride or die, this is one of my best friends, I love them, and then I slowly realize over time, and it takes me a fucking minute to realize yeah. it over oh, time. Oh, no, no, dude, it yeah. takes me a long time to realize <laughs> like, my, how yeah. much I've been neglected by that person. But I feel like if I'm living my life correctly, like, if I'm living, like, being kind of true to myself and taking care of my needs, and I realize that, like, my needs don't involve... Um, I don't need to have this person so closely and highly prioritized in my life in order to do the things that I want to do and be, be the person I want to be. Yeah. Sometimes it goes from me trying to hit that person up like every day to like every week or every month. Yeah. Whatever shape yeah. it takes. It's, um, and that can be tough to kind of overcome sometimes. Yeah. But I think it's important. And it's just like a relationship. I mean, like, I I put my friends first sometimes too much. It's yeah. something I, like, definitely need to work on. Um, but sometimes I'll put it to the point where I'm, like, and look at it from a different perspective and just go, like, wow, they're definitely not looking at this the way that I'm. They're living their life and, like, this friendship is, yeah. like, a bonus. It's supposed to make your life better. So there's a reason that a friendship should fucking fuck you up and like yeah. make you distraught and anxious and not happy. Like it's not necessary. No, absolutely. Happen. Do you ever um do you ever like try and take an account where the other person is at? Like do you ever try to put yourself in their shoes before yeah. you kind of when you're like looking at it? I, I do too. Um Yeah. Um no I definitely I definitely try and do that. Um and it, every time I ever do that, I'm like, no, I'm thinking about it too much. Like, yeah. they're unbothered. Like, but, like, at the same time, I'm like, anytime I'm friends with a person and they're unbothered by shit, mm. like, within a relationship, like, maybe it's not important? I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes I... Sometimes I realize that I have a friend that is going through some stuff. But also, it's not your job to necessarily, like, save them. So yes. I'll have to kind of, like, take a step back from the friendship, but also meet them in a supportive way. Like, we all go through things at some point or another. So um, I have, uh, I have like, one friend in particular where um, they'll um, kind of hermit up when they're mm -hmm. going through some stuff. And I realize, like, the way I try to handle that is, on the one hand... I know that when I feel that I want or need like interaction from that person, they may not always be able to give it to me. So 
whenever that comes up, like, I try to mitigate it to some degree, but I'll shoot them, uh, like, a text or give them a call every, like, three or four weeks and just mm-hmm. be like, hey, thinking about you. Hope you're doing all right. Hit mm-hmm. me back. And um, sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, I'm just doing okay, dot, yeah, dot, yeah, dot. Yeah. But, you know, trying to put that positivity out there, but at the same time, and, like, understanding it's like they might be going through hell and don't know how to handle it. Yeah. And that's not the healthiest thing for me to try and solve their problems just because I want to hang out with my friend. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, just being understanding and supportive until they get through it sometimes can be the best way to go. Yeah. And sometimes if your friend is just like, hey, can you help me like work through this shit? Sometimes that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So I think one thing that I'm working on is um in terms of like keeping my friendships healthy is getting comfortable looking at how friendships serve me yeah benefit you yeah exactly and uh some of that work is just kind of getting comfortable like looking at them objectively because i'm someone who prioritizes like you know friendship and loyalty yeah so there's an element where it's like, what friendship benefit? What are you, a sociopath? Are you just trying to get what you need right. out of oh, the friendship? You, yeah. yeah. You only like me because it serves you. Like, no, this relationship serves both of us. That's mm-hmm. why we're fucking friends. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I think uh, it's definitely a point of keeping things healthy or looking at them both from what you're getting out of it and also what you're bringing to the table. And I think yeah. if it you're doing it right, it's not something that you always necessarily have to think about actively, but you should consider it when maybe like a friend makes you uncomfortable or you're starting to recognize some of those signs that make things a little bit more toxic or you're in that realization. Um, or if you're just questioning a friendship, I think it's important to see what both you and then the other person are getting out of it um Mm -hmm. because you know you might have a friendship that's based around like your own goals or work or something like that Mm -hmm. but if you just like say for example if you just like enjoy music Mm -hmm. and you're like i only headed this up like this person up to go see like live music or like send them stuff Mm -hmm. um you might question like am i being a good friend just because like i forgot to say happy birthday on facebook maybe it doesn't fucking matter and was that a blow towards me because i forgot to wish you a happy birthday <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> guys i forgot to wish Hannah's a happy birthday it's anyway, all so. good um <laughs> i'm also like notoriously really bad at telling people happy birthday i'm so bad at it too. so bad at it it anyway, made me, it makes me uncomfortable how many people say it to me because i'm like i didn't wish you a happy birthday this year oh, and God, i know Anytime people write on my wall, I'm like, please don't, because I fucking fucked up, and I did not remember your birthday. Exactly. Um, Uh, But going back to what you said. Right. um, Um, So um, I think when you have a friendship like that, it's okay to just look at it as like, it doesn't matter if I, like, know your birthday is or forgot to say, like, congratulations when you posted the thing that you're engaged. What matters is you standing up and being there. Yeah being a good friend mm, that's that's huge too like i have my best friend in the world mm-hmm. uh moved um about 30 minutes away um 
couple of years ago and she uh she's living in the city now and she uh and i um don't talk like we used to we used to sit out like either on my couch or her driveway and like look up at the stars and talk about life and deep things that's like my ride or die number one mm-hmm. and uh she and I don't talk every day anymore. Yeah. Um, but our schedules are different and things like that. But um, at the same time, um, when um, I was going through some, like, uh, last year, I was mm-hmm. broken up with on Christmas. So the people I called were my dad, my sister, and my best friend. And I hopped in my car, called my best friend. Mm-hmm. I was like, we broke up. Can I stay on your couch tonight? And this is like Christmas, like Christmas day at like 11 at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, yeah, like I can't turn the heat on on my couch, but like I got you. I'll bring a bunch of extra blankets. 45 minutes later, I'm on her couch. <laughs> so sometimes like a really healthy friendship will stand through obstacles like distance and time and different schedules sure. and different phases Absolutely, of life. Yeah. yeah. So as it should. I mm-hmm. mean, like I've had a lot of friendships over the years that so like is definitely derailing a little bit from what you're saying, but like I'm gonna scoot back to that. Um I I love drinking. Like I love going out and drinking. Yeah. I, de- I definitely have friends that I just, like, love to go out and all, all we do is get trashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's fun. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I love a good time. I love a party. But I have put... I have spent a long time putting those friendships, like, on a pedestal, like, thinking that they're important to me and then realizing, like, no, they just like to get drunk with me. Yeah. Um, and recently, like, one of my best friends in the world right now um we love to get drunk together we have so much fun with that but at the end of the day we also love each other and we actually listen to each other we talk we talk about our relationships our problems our work life or whatever and it's one of those things where like yes she fucks her like we party we have a good time Mm -hmm. but it still benefits us. We still very deeply much care about each other. Yeah. We call each other every week. Mm-hmm. We fucking FaceTime every week. And yeah. like, it's beneficial. Like our friendship is actually beneficial. We make sure that the other one is thriving. Like she checks me when I'm like, go, like dealing with relationship shit and I'm being an idiot. Like she's like, yeah. let's talk about it. You know, right. she grounds me. Like we really serve each other good purpose. Even though the basis of our friendship, like what we love to do, is just like get drunk and have a good time, yeah, we really check ourselves and we and like it's really beneficial. And I think that that's the important thing when you're an adult and you're trying to like decide what friendships are the really important ones that you mm-hmm. want to take home to the end of the day. The ones you want to take home to your mama. Yeah. Instance. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, you have to. You can have those friends that you have fun with, but you have to be able to decipher the difference between, like, the ones that you only explicitly have fun with versus the ones that you actually benefit from in a non-selfish way because you're also giving them something, too. If yeah. that makes sense. Exactly. I think we need to normalize benching friends, kind of. <laughs> what? Why do you... Like, benching friends. 
if like you're like oh I gotta like get on my work grind for like the next three months and you're not drinking every like every let's be realistic every night it's like you need friends that understand that that go okay you don't want to go out for a little while I get that I respect that so, toxic friends are the ones that are like no but please just come out anyway and you're like no I really need to do this I really need to go home and yeah. I need to not be like that like you need friends that like they're like Okay, cool. In one month, I'm so mm-hmm. excited to go out with you. So, on one hand, I had like a two year, I have like a two year or three year period where like my friends that I would go out with any every night, I didn't see them at all. Like, uh, think of a friendship that you don't see the other person for like years, plural. But then, if you call each other and like talk on the phone or like have like a quick group message or something like that. Everything's fine. Those are your real friends. Yeah. Like, Everything is fine. It's right back where it is. It's well, normal. Every It's like your high school friend that you didn't see for a while, and it's like, everything's cool. Yeah. Um, you know? Like, that's real shit. No, that's real shit. I actually, um, I think you need to give yourself a break in, in terms of, like, doing that as well. I had a friend recently, um, one of my good friends from, like, high school, um, who I was really close with in, like, my early 20s. And, um, like, we both worked different schedules for a very long time. He was working at a hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working up in New York. And then later I was working multiple jobs in Jersey and Philly. Yeah. And we just lost touch. We maybe saw each other, like, once or twice or three times, like, in that, like, five-year period we stopped spending so much time together. He called me re- recently and, like, thank God. Like, what a what a good, like, what a cool kind of person to just be that vulnerable. His fiance and he broke up. Um, after like years of being together like a month beforehand and his sister was going through some health stuff and he was like I'm gonna call this guy because he always give me he always gave me like good advice and I haven't seen him in a while and I need to like kind of like Dive be a little bit more reliant again. on my yeah, friends again yeah. um, rather than like work or family or relationships or home life it's like and like we've been like talking like every week or so and like you know shooting messages back and forth yeah. it's like you know like, we kind of benched each other, but, like, when he needed me, like, I didn't just, like, blow him off and, like, or think, like, oh, man, I'm such a piece of shit. I haven't talked to him in, like, a year and a half. Yeah, you were ready to get back in the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think we should normalize kind of the way sometimes friendships work because that can really benefit. It doesn't have to be, like, a consistent, like, let's talk thing. Mm. You can literally be, like... One of my best friends, like, literally, like, friends since fucking kindergarten. Yeah. We barely talk. Yeah. Every time I see her, it's amazing. It's just, like, the, the same day we met. But, you know, it's it's a benching friend thing. Like, I mean, like, we don't talk, and then, like, something's going on. It's like, I can literally pick up the phone and call her and be like, hey, I'm going through a breakup, or yeah. I'm, I lost my job, or I'm looking for a new job. Like, whatever the fuck it is, it's like cool like the I'm dead. right here with you let's talk about it and like that's the thing it's like you literally don't need to have that friend present every single fucking day you don't need to text mm-hmm. your fucking friend like they can they can exist and you could not talk to them for fucking six and a half months and then you're like cool halfway through them and you're like I need to call them and it's cool like it's fine and it's let's talk it was called them like dead body buddies like everybody needs it was like dead body well buddies like it was best friends that sometimes you don't talk to for a while i have people that i haven't spoken to in years that are i it's still like 
I'm gonna call you and like all the major life things. Like, you know, somebody dies, I call you. I get engaged, I call you. I call you. Yeah. I'm having a kid, I call you. Yeah. There's you know, a dead body. Yeah. I call and and vice versa. Or there's yeah. a dead body. I go. Do you have a wheelbarrow? It's three in the morning. <laughs> I call you. Where's your shovel, bitch? Yes. Um. No. Yeah. Dead body buddies. The sh- very yeah. Him. Shovel bitches. Shovel. <laughs> shovel bitches. Okay. Um. Cool. So we're gonna do a little mini subject. Um. Definitely something that we're gonna do like a full episode on. Bonus um, round. Bonus round. Yeah. Definitely want to do a full topic, full episode on this, but um, because it's within the friendship guidelines of mm-hmm. this episode, uh, we want to talk about, like, can you be friends with your ex? No, uh, I can be friends with your exes. <laughs> <laughs> you could be friends with my exes. I could be friends with your exes. Exactly, yeah. Can you be friends with your own exes? It can't. That is the question. That is the question. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about that? I think, so generally, like most things, it depends. Um, It depends. It always depends. Yes, it always depends. And I think the same kind of reasoning that you would examine a friendship that's healthy or unhealthy or toxic or non-toxic is the same kind of criteria that you'd want to look at with your friends that that your ex is with. So, um, like... I have a few exes that I'm still friends with, uh-huh. and um, I'll say there's no um, there's no um, fr- uh, ex that I have. That I still have a friend that we are as close as we used to be. Obviously, we're not like of course. together anymore. Yeah, yeah. But even uh, even on just like uh, around the relationship, I don't have any friends that are exes that I'm that I speak to um, Are you still have feelings for? Like no, 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 not at all. Um I think uh there's no one that I speak to more than like every two weeks or so. Yeah, okay. Um and I think you have to examine how does this person serve your life? Is it a healthy relationship? Do you want to have sex with them? Did why? they want to have sex and, like, with also, you? Also like why do you need to be friends? Exactly. I have three serious exes, mm-hmm. I would say, yeah. and I th- feel like I'm, I, mm-hmm. I just, you know, my list just came out real hard. Um, yes. I think that I'm friends with all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, my first ex I will always be friends with, he, you know, yeah. we were children. We were literally children when we were right. together, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like teenagers, I had no idea what I wanted. Great fucking guy. We'll always be friends. Do I want to be with him? Absolutely not. My last ex. Do I want to be with him? Absolutely not. We'd be friends. We 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 hashed the friendship real recently mm-hmm. after years. Um. It, I get yeah. It it depends. It it fucking depends because mm-hmm. my more recent one is difficult because. We still love each other. Yeah. So that's the problem. It's like I can be friends with those other guys fully, mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind. Everything's fine because I don't like I don't love them. I mean, I yeah. love them as friends. I don't. I'm not in love with them. You know what I mean? Like the other one, I'm in love with. I will always be in love with him. So I'm like, I don't know if I can be friends with them as much as I try to. So yeah. I, I guess it just depends. I mean, it's like. It does. It's finicky. It's um, finicky. I'm going to look at 
I think there's about four or five serious relationships that I've had um, to different degrees. Um, my my first serious ex, um, like we were children, kind of similar to what yeah. you said. We're not friends, but it's amicable. And I think being amicable with somebody and being respectful and being friends are two very different things. Yeah. Like if I ran into her randomly, um, like I'd say like, hey, congrats. I saw you got married. Mm-hmm. How are you? How's life? Hope yeah. you're doing well. Like I, you know, we're, I think I'm friends with most of my exes on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be like, oh, you got married. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and great on you. But, like, I also haven't, like, spoken to you in, like, over a decade. So, like, where do you fit in my life? I don't know. Um, uh, and then you have to have the conversation with yourself. Do I want them to? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because, like, do you, do you ever, like, I, I, I've had this conversation with myself with, with my exes. Like, should I even be friends with them anymore? Mm. Like, sh- wouldn't it be better if we just didn't be friends with each other? Um, but at the same time, I have a hard time with the fact that I loved someone. Yeah. I let so much of myself into that person. So how can I just go about my Saturday? Exactly. Acting like I never met you. You know what I mean? Like part it, that that kills me. That's why I I need that validation of still being friends with the people because I loved them, and there was mm-hmm. no breaking point. Like it's not like yeah. any of my relationships in the past ended because like somebody fucking cheated on each other or some shit. Right. It's just like nah, things just didn't work out. Yeah, uh, I think that can be a little disingenuous if you pretend that the other person doesn't exist. That's ridiculous. It's fucked up. Yeah. Um, the other two relationships that I can really add to context, the ex that I'm closest with, mm-hmm. um, that relationship, we've been in and out of each other's lives for about 10 years or so. Okay. Uh, and sometimes we're very close and we, um, we not necessarily, like, we're not sleeping together, but at the same time, um, that's somebody that n- has known me for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And there's an element to that friendship where there can be like, like even though our relationship has changed and we're not together anymore, there's no attraction between us. That's somebody where it's like if any life stuff comes up, I might almost consider it like a dead body buddy where it's like, hey, I'm going through this. How can you help? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, it's mutual and amicable. And I still think there is an element of love there, but it's not like... In love. In love. It's not yeah. like erotic. It's like I've known this person for so long and I care about this person. Yeah. Like you about I, to bury yeah. your body with me, babe. Exactly. Yeah. But now it's like this is somebody who knows me as almost as well as I know myself sometimes. I still wish their brother and their like mom happy like Christmas and yeah. happy birthday yeah. and stuff like that. Well that's a big part of relationships too. Yeah, I think so. Being part of their family mm-hmm. as well. Um, my most recent ex, um, that was difficult realizing that like, oh, I can't have this person in my life anymore. Well, that relationship was ended on a bad note. It ended on a bad note. And I think that's something that helped me kind of mature in terms of like how I handle my relationships and my friendships as a whole, Mm -hmm. where I kind of realized that like, 
I might care about this person still to some degree. I might just feel amicable and I hope they're doing well and mm-hmm. have, you know, work through their shit. But I can't have them around me anymore. Sometimes you have you know, to kind of Yeah, you have to you have to bridge that gap because uh, the, the, this and this is the issue that I was having with my re- most recent ex. Like, yeah, someone that like we did not end on a bad note whatsoever. Yeah, um, still not a bad note. I mean, I I would never talk badly upon this person. Literally one of the best guys I've ever met in my life. Yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. I like him. Yeah, great guy. Yeah. Um, the problem is we're trying to like, keep our friendship. Yeah, but, like for me, it's really difficult because like. I still love him, so yeah. every time I hang out with him or see him, I have to ground myself and yeah. be like, you know, take a step back. Like we're not together anymore, you know, like back off for, because it's difficult. Like I have to take that step away mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I need this because I can't. Anytime I get close, I I'm just going back into love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like. For him, it's more just like a friendship thing. Yeah. And like, it's kind of unfair. It's tough. It's so tough. I, um... I don't want it to be negative either, you know? No. You, um, I think that's a responsibility that, like, everybody kind of needs to take. It's like, don't be negative in someone else's life just because it makes you comfortable. So, I dated somebody very seriously and very quickly. It was, like, the most beautiful summer romance this past year. Um, and, uh, it didn't work out. We both kind of realized it didn't work out and we went our separate ways. And maybe about, um, four months ago or so, Mm -hmm. um, at the beginning of fall, we got coffee and it was... Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah. Uh, and it was, um, kind of seeing where we both were I don't think we were both entirely okay at that point in time mm-hmm. um, and it was it was nice to kind of be in that and she said something very profound when we got coffee um, one of the things that I think fostered like a really deep connection is like we've both had like lost family members like we both had very close family members deep die losses, yeah. deep losses and we both cope with it in very similar ways and so that's a level of understanding um, that I haven't found with many people, if at all, e- even like other family members that lost the same person on my end. Um, and so you could say objectively, it's like we both have something to offer each other, that level of understanding that's so hard to find in people. Um, that's a big thing to relate on. It is, yeah. And it was a sort of thing where... Um, I think I realized very early on it's like I could love this person this person would make me feel so understood and mm-hmm. and at peace with myself Cherished, yeah yeah but ultimately I think we both kind of realized that despite that um, despite us realizing that we weren't um, able to be in a relationship together and trying to check in on one another see how each other were there wasn't a place for us in one another's lives and we just kind of let it go. Yeah. And 
And I would say, like, she's never somebody where if I, like, saw her out and about, I would just pretend she didn't exist and, like, ignore her. Of course not, yeah. Yeah, it's not who I am. That's not real. I was going to say I wouldn't expect that from you. Yeah, no. It, it would feel super awkward. Disingenuous, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you have to be honest with yourself and just be like, hey, how are you? Yeah. Yeah. And, if, you know, we both end up kind of, like, fronting. If we're both, like, real and it's like, I'm okay or I'm great or I'm not okay, that's fine. And if we both end up, like, fronting and pretending on that, and it's like, oh, yeah, I'm great. I'm so great. I've been so much better. Basically, since we love each other, it's like, maybe that's an unhealthy reaction to it. But, like, if that's what the friendship is, that's, you know, maybe what we need in the moment. Yeah. Um, so, like, sometimes you can't be friends with your exes. Um, but, sometimes you can't. It just yeah. depends. It literally just depends. It mm-hmm. just depends. Um, just depends. Yeah. 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 Um, that is definitely a topic I would like to dig deeper on in a full episode. Sure. Um, if you guys have any bigger topics within that that you'd like to kind of throw away, I'd be super open-minded mm-hmm. to it. We're really... We're really open-minded. We're really grateful for the people that have supported this podcast and we're not even posting yet. Well, yeah. well at this point, yes, we would be. You are um, listening to episode yeah. fun. Yeah. Maybe it's episode one. Yeah. Uh, um, but you guys are great. And like anyone who's here listening still. <laughs> yeah, after all this. After all done. this. Um, yeah. yeah, just... Let us know. What do you want to hear? Yeah, yeah. Give us your feedback. We want, we want to hear what you guys are uh, looking forward to hearing us talk about.